He's gonna go! He's at the 50! He's at the 40! He's at the 30! School's out! This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Catches! Foot in! Touchdown! This is Jeff Tedford. This is Mike Bobo. Fakes it, now has a blocker, runs out toward the right side, tries to dive for the pylon! This is Bob Davey. This is Matt Wells. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Looks, throws, end zone, touchdown! This is Nick Rulovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada. This is Rocky Long. He's got a receiver across the middle, fighting for the end zone. Oh, man. This is Brent Brennan. This is Tony Sanchez. He's to the goal line, and he's in for six. This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West. And you're listening to... You are listening to... And you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. Here we go. Welcome into the Week 8 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. A tumultuous week in the Mountain West that saw San Diego State's eight-game win streak snapped and their hopes for an unbeaten season dashed. Boise State shutting down the Aztecs last Saturday night in a 31-14 statement win for the Broncos. The loss drops San Diego State out of the top 25, though they're still getting votes in both the AP and coaches polls. Boise State now getting votes in the coaches poll after that win, while Colorado State continues to receive votes in the coaches poll. CSU atop the mountain at 3-0 in conference. Both Boise State and Wyoming right there at 2-0 in league play. And now the team leading the West Division is Fresno State, 3-0 in conference after blowing out New Mexico 38-0 for their third straight win. The Bulldogs all alone in first place after that San Diego State loss. The Mountain and West Division races are getting fun going into Week 8. Coming up on this week's show, we'll look back at all the Week 7 action, plus check in with Boise State after that big road win over the Aztecs. I'll have interviews with sophomore safety Keikoa Nawahine, as well as the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler. It's the Week 8 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Matt Wells, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. We'll be right back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this time out in the mountain west sportsmanship meets winning with honor but don't take our word for it sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams fans and that goes for all officials coaches Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. It's a season-long quest for a reward that's as big as a mountain. Bangs his way into the end zone. Touchdown. 12 teams chasing one goal. The 2017 Mountain West Football Championship. It'll be decided December 2nd, and the game could be coming to your city. Throws it over the middle, and the pass intercepted. Bragging rights and conference supremacy are on the line, and you won't want to miss it. Follow your team's pursuit of the championship all season long by visiting themw.com. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network 
there's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is Jeff Tedford, head football coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Recapping Week 7, and we start with the shakeup in the West Division. Fresno State jumps out to a quick lead against New Mexico as Marcus McMarion continues to thrive in the starting role for the Bulldogs. Wide open, Jameer Jordan catches it at the 30. He will coast to the north end zone. 70 yards and a Fresno State touchdown on homecoming. Paul Leffler with the call on 940 ESPN. Fresno State cruises 38-0 at home against New Mexico. McMarion throws for 299 yards and three touchdowns. The Bulldogs 4-2 overall, 3-0 to lead the West Division, while New Mexico falls to 1-2 in conference. Of course, the game of the week was Boise State at number 19, San Diego State. The Aztecs unbeaten going in, but the ground game could never get going as the Bronco defense suffocates San Diego State on their way to a 31-14 road win. Chapman barks out the signals, gets the snap, fakes the draw. Chapman flushed out of the pocket. Chapman's going to go down for a sack. The ball pops loose, and the Broncos pick it up. Canillo picks it up around the 33-yard line, and Scores! Bob Beeler with the call, courtesy of Learfield freshman safety K. Kaula Canijo with that 34-yard scoop and score. And Boise State holds San Diego State to just 83 yards rushing. The Broncos now 4-2 on the year, 2-0 in conference, while SDSU falls to 2-1 in league play and second place in the West Division. The team atop the Mountain Division is Colorado State. The Rams get a big scare from Nevada in Fort Collins in a game that saw the two teams combine for just under 1,200 total yards. The final touchdown would be scored by the home team. Stevens from the shotgun, second and goal. Sets his feet, throws end zone, has Gallup. He snacks it out of the air for the touchdown and will fire the cannon one more time. Rams retake the lead tonight in Fort Collins. Brian Roth with the call from Learfield, 44-42 the final. Michael Gallup with 13 catches for 263 yards and three touchdowns. He's your Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week and your leading receiver in the nation with 948 yards. CSU 3-0 in conference and one win away from bowl eligibility. The other unbeaten in the Mountain Division is Wyoming after Josh Allen leads a fourth-quarter comeback at Utah State. Allen, out of the shotgun, takes the snap on first and ten. Pump fix, now wants it all. Looks downfield, got a man. This is caught. Touchdown, Cowboys! C.J. Johnson with the catch. And the score. That's Dave Walsh from Learfield. Cowboys win it 28-23. They're now 2-0 in conference and 4-2 on the year. Your other Week 7 Finals, Air Force comes all the way back from a 27-0 deficit to knock off UNLV 34-30 at Falcon Stadium. While Diosami St. Just runs for 202 yards and two scores in Hawaii's 37-26 home win over San Jose State. We'll visit with Boise State sophomore safety Keikoa Nawahine next 
after these words from your local station. This is Nick Rolovich, head coach of the University of Hawaii football. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Boise State put forth perhaps the most impressive defensive performance of the season in the Mountain West last week, beating San Diego State 31-14 and limiting Aztecs running back Rashad Penny to just 53 yards on 21 carries. A big part of that effort was the play of sophomore safety Keikoa Nawahine with five tackles, a tackle for loss, and a pass defended. And he joins us right now here on This Week in the Mountain West. Keikoa, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Hey, what was the game plan to stop Penny in the Aztecs run game, and how would you say you guys executed that plan? Um, we knew that they were a team that wanted to establish the run game early, and they prided themselves on that, and we knew that they were good at what they did. I mean, they're a good team. Um, so we knew moving forward that we had to to be really good in, in our, our techniques, and and the game plan that we had set in place, and um, the overall energy was just really high. And when we can play with high energy and, and read our keys and play fast, then we, we can play well. Not just slowing Penny, but Christian Chapman had a tough day, only completing 12 passes for the Aztecs. How did the secondary look after you guys had a chance to review the film? Um, for the most part, you see a lot of guys being able to do their job and play their mans really well. I mean, Avery had a lot of nice coverages. And overall, I think the secondary looked pretty well. Of course, there are 
there are a few mistakes that, that we can clean up moving forward, but um, I would say it was a pretty good performance. You guys had that bye week after the disappointing home loss to Virginia. What's the atmosphere around the program and the team right now after back-to-back road wins at BYU and then at San Diego State? Um, I think it's just created a lot of energy and, and continued to build upon the confidence uh, of our team and, and and understanding our identity as a team of being people that are a team that wants to, to prove themselves no matter who we're playing and and, um, and going out and, and playing the way that we know how to play. You know, typically Boise State is a heavy favorite to win the conference. This year, so much talk about San Diego State, about Colorado State in the Mountain Division, Josh Allen at Wyoming. Do you guys feel like people are overlooking Boise State, that the team isn't getting the respect it deserves? Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe in parts, but um, I, I mean, I also like having that underdog mentality where we're going to come in and expect to give our all, no matter who we're playing. And and if people want to overlook us, then that's, I mean, that's their own choice. Uh, we can't really control that, but we can't control the way that we approach each game and the mentality that we have. Uh, moving forward. Speaking of Josh Allen, Wyoming this week, what have you seen on film from Allen and how do you guys stop the Cowboys coming up on Saturday night? Uh, he's a talented quarterback. I mean, he, he can extend plays, he can move around, and he's got a strong arm. So we got to be, um, we got to do really well up front in containing him and, and also in the secondary and being able to, to, to play our coverages so moving forward i think as we put our game plan in place it just comes back it goes back to, to uh, playing with great eyes communicating so we're all on the same play uh, page and reading our keys and playing fast you're an idaho kid you're from meridian you played at rocky mountain high school did you always want to play in boise state uh yeah i did i mean i grew up watching boise state inside so coming to the games and and all that it was always um pretty surreal and it's always a goal that I had set for myself and so I'm grateful that I'm able to be here and play. Cool man well Boise stayed four and two on the year they're going to face Wyoming on the blue turf Saturday night sophomore safety Keikoa Nawahine coming off that big win against San Diego State. Keikoa thank you so much for the time and best of luck this week. Yeah, thank you, Nate. Have a good day. Much more on that Boise State win over San Diego State with the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler, next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. A bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at the MW.com. Anthony Ross! 
It's a season-long quest for a reward that's as big as a mountain. Bangs his way into the end zone. Touchdown. 12 teams chasing one goal. The 2017 Mountain West Football Championship. It'll be decided December 2nd, and the game could be coming to your city. Throws it over the middle, and the pass intercepted. Bragging rights and conference supremacy are on the line, and you won't want to miss it. Follow your team's pursuit of the championship all season long by visiting the MW.com. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Craig Bull, head coach at the University of Wyoming. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Yeah, Boise State coming off of that 31-14 win on the road at number 19, San Diego State. The Broncos now 4-2 on the year. Bob Beeler, the voice of the Boise State Broncos. He's also a talk show host on our great affiliate KTIK 93.1 FM, the ticket there in Boise. Bob, welcome back to the show. How you doing, man? Doing great yourself, obviously, after uh, calling a 31-14 win over San Diego State. Better than if you'd have asked me, say, after the Virginia game. Yeah, statement kind of victory for Boise State, and especially a statement kind of victory for their front seven. This is a group that is yet to allow a 100-yard rusher this season, Bob, the best rush defense in the Mountain West and 13th nationally. And there's Rashad Penny, just 53 yards in that game for San Diego State, what was it about that effort up front for Boise State? Well, they kind of changed things a little bit, and they brought more people into the box. And uh, the biggest thing was they they basically played a five-man front where they had you know two defensive end or outside linebackers that joined the down three up front. Really made it difficult not only for Penny to get up the middle against them, but also made it difficult for him to bounce outside. They did a fantastic job. And then I think, you know, you talk about the, you know, the yardage that he gained. Really, the number that to me is out is what shows it was 53 yards. But when you subtract the two long runs he had, a 21 and an 11 yard run, that left 19 carries for 21 yards. So um, to me, that's impressive is that there were only two runs of 10 or more yards, nothing more than 21. And, you know, all day he'd run up the middle, it seemed, and there were defenders in the backfield and San Diego State really had no answers in the game of trying to run the ball. Yeah, there was really nothing for the Aztecs. Now, offensively, it's been an interesting season for Boise State, Bob. 112th nationally in total offense. What I find interesting, two seasons ago, the Broncos were running 83 plays per game. This year, that number is at 67. Why have Brian Harson and Zach Hill hit the brakes and huddled up so much this year? Well, I think they feel they got a lot of new people, and I think they feel they can be more on their own page of doing what they want to do when they take time and huddle. I also think that they haven't mentioned this, but I think when your defense is playing so well, you know, why rush them back out on the field? You know, why, you know, why put them in spots that maybe they don't need to be put in? So I think it's sort of, you know, looking at what personnel you have and then, you know, trying to take advantage of it. Uh, early in the season, the offensive line wasn't. Gelling. There were some injuries in the line. 
First five games, they started five different line combinations. The line looks like it's coming together now, and that is helping. Uh, there haven't been any sacks the last two games against BYU or San Diego State. And then, as you noticed, Alexander Madison has back-to-back 100-yard games. So the offense coming around a little bit. Uh, Rippon has not had quite the season he's had in the past, the last two. But again, uh, receivers other than Cedric Wilson don't have a whole lot of catches. He has 34, uh, 20 for the tight end, Jake Rowe, and then uh, the next highest receiver has a total of, of 15. So kind of a far cry as far as weapons go when you look at uh, what numbers Thomas Spurbeck was able to get to what numbers uh, people like Richardson Moster and the, the freshman receivers have been able to put up. Montel Cozart, the senior transfer, has been used in this offense in a variety of different ways. He has played quarterback. I saw him split wide and catch a pass last week for Boise State. The way that he has gotten used, how much of a weapon has he become? Well, he's really done a nice job, and I think that you know when they have him in the backfield and, as opposed to Rippon, uh, it really gives you two running backs back there, and they used him to close out the game, and I thought it worked out well because if you're going to go for a zone read, which is what you know a lot of times they'll do when they run line up in the pistol offense, if Madison's behind you and you're not that much of a threat to run, you know the handoff's going to go to Madison. But you can really run the zone read in the sense that they don't know if Cozart's going to keep it out of the zone read or whether he's going to give it off to Madison because Cozart is a very adept runner. So I think that's something that they've looked at doing. He's thrown the ball fairly well, probably, you know, maybe not as well as, as, as Rippon, or at least you would think not quite as well as Rippon, but he's thrown it well enough. And he, you know, led Boise State to a field goal and a touchdown, you know, to help uh, win this game against San Diego State. Rippon was in more of the first half that uh, got him a touchdown at the end of the first half that uh, took it from a 14 to a a 21 to nothing lead but uh, both guys are playing occasionally they'll shuttle you know Cozart in on a particular play for a play or two and then they'll rip, bring Rippin back but um they've made it work and uh, the offense seems to be doing a little better you know not the high flying offense they've had the past several years but uh effective enough and especially recently bob last thing getting ready for wyoming this week in a key mountain division matchup but what's the feeling around the treasure valley right now coming off a road win against a ranked san diego state team versus two weeks earlier when they were coming off a home loss to virginia yeah it's amazing how people uh, are a little more fired up when you beat byu and you beat san diego state back to back and you look at, you know, the type of defensive effort in both games. I mean, neither of those teams got over 100 yards in uh, rushing as a team. Uh, the offense, you know, did enough to, you know, make things comfortable. I mean, in neither game did Boise State sweat at the end against either BYU or San Diego State. But, you know, when the loss came to Virginia and it was, you know, fairly lopsided in that game, uh, final 42 to 23, you know, you'd have thought maybe the sky was falling around here. So, um, you know, again, it, it's sports. People uh, love talking about the last game. And if you've done well, the last game, people are excited. And if you haven't done as well, people are a little bit concerned and, uh, you know, not as fired up on the team. But, hey, this team is 2-0 and in the conference. They've beaten San Diego State and they've beaten New Mexico. Wyoming in here, this is going to be a big game. Both teams are undefeated in the conference, in the division, I should say. And uh, Colorado State's also undefeated. That's a game coming up in November. So 
Boise State has, you know, all their big goals in front of them, wanting to win the division, wanting to win the conference, and uh, need this one against uh, Wyoming. And I'm interested to see what they will come up with uh, to try to defend uh, Josh Allen and company uh, coming in here on Saturday night. Boise State and Wyoming at Albertson Stadium on the Blue Turf. Bob Beeler, the voice of the Boise State Broncos, also catch him every weekday on KTIK 93.1 FM, the ticket there in Boise. Bob, thank you as always, and enjoy that game on Saturday night. Have a great call. We certainly will. Thank you. We'll preview the Week 8 schedule next after these words from your local station. This is Bob Davey, head coach of the New Mexico Lobos. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Five games in the Mountain West in Week 8, all in conference play. We start with a Friday night doubleheader Air Force looking for their second conference win visiting Nevada at 6.30 Pacific, 7.30 Mountain Time on CBS Sports Network. Falcons quarterback Arian Worthman has accounted for 634 yards of total offense and nine touchdowns in the last two games. Then at 8.15 Mountain, it's Colorado State at New Mexico in a critical Mountain Division showdown. Rams leading the Mountain with a 3-0 conference mark. Must win for the Lobos to keep pace with the top of the division. CSU quarterback Nick Stevens is rolling 10 touchdowns and no interceptions on this current three-game win streak for the Rams. 
Three games Saturday beginning at 3 p.m. Pacific, 4 o'clock Mountain Time. UNLV hosting Utah State at Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas on AT&T Sports Network. Rebels defense forced four turnovers with seven tackles for loss last week at Air Force and that heartbreaking loss to the Falcons. And then we close it out Saturday night with two critical games in the division standings. In the Mountain Division, it's Wyoming at Boise State at 8.15 Mountain Time on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. Both teams at 2-0 in conference. Cowboys beat the Broncos last year in Laramie in a critical upset. Boise State hoping for revenge this time around on the blue turf with that smothering defense. Tops in the Mountain West allowing only 102 rushing yards per game. And then in the West Division, Fresno State visits San Diego State. The Aztecs 6-1 overall, but a game back of the Bulldogs in the standings after that loss last week against Boise State. And the Aztecs secondary will have to contend with the outstanding receiving duo of Keyshawn Johnson and Jameer Jordan for Fresno State, both coming off 100-yard performances in the win over New Mexico. Division races will really start to come into focus after Saturday night in the Mountain West. Both Hawaii and San Jose State are off this week. And that will do it for the Week 8 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of this show, you can listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page on the MW.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And of course, follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West and like the Mountain West Conference on Facebook. I'm Nate Crackman. The Mountain and West Division races are getting tight. Enjoy the games this weekend. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here. Right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.